0: Back on the trade show floor at CWCB Expo. It's day two, and I just had this this incredible happy accident earlier today when this gentleman came into our booth. I want to introduce this man. He's from a place the Standells told us all about, the dirty water. He's from the home of the Jay Giles Band. He is a host, producer, raconteur extraordinaire. I am honored to have Jimmy Young with me today. Jimmy, thank you for giving us some of your
1: time. Happy to be here. And I never met a microphone or a camera I didn't like. So <laughs> you found the right guy to get in here, I'll tell you. And by the way, limiting me to five minutes is a challenge. So you get to take whatever time you'd like.
0: Oh, my God. Thank you so much. And, and, and I, I think we could go for a while. And Frank Frank would, uh, talk, he would attest to that fact. But I'm I'm talking to the founder of Pro Cannabis Media, Jimmy. Tell us how you got into the cannabis
1: game. How I got into the cannabis game? Well, depends on how you want to look at that question. (laughs) Okay? Because there's the legal side to that, and there's the illegal legacy side to that, like that started in 1971 when I was 14 years old. Okay. I was ADHD. I could not handle my beer. Okay. Okay. I mean, 18 was the drinking age when I was growing up. And Mm. if you couldn't drink three beers, you were not cool. No, not at all. I find out later in life that I'm allergic to hops. So (sighs) what do you think I found out about in the 70s (laughs) that gave me a kind of light feeling? It allowed me to focus better. and I was like, wow, this stuff is okay. I mean, I didn't like smoking it so much, but you know what? I liked how it made me feel. Right. And I was an athlete. I swear I was an athlete when I was a kid, okay? (laughs) That's all we did was sports all day. And I was blessed enough to uh, have a great career as a sportscaster. But it it really was the medicinal side of cannabis at age 42 when I rediscovered it. Okay. Now, I definitely discovered it from age 14 to 30, let's just (laughs) say. But I did take 10 years off straight when my son was born. I have a 31-year-old child. (laughs) I call him a child he's bigger than me I he now piggybacks me right he puts me on his shoulder (laughs) anyway so that's when I rediscovered it as a medicinal component I am riddled with arthritis I've had four surgeries in 22 years since I turned 42 that was 22 years ago so do the math I'm 64 and I weigh five pounds more than I did when I played varsity college soccer in the seventies. Look you. You're looking great, my man. Yeah, well you know what they say, it's it's you gotta look good. You know what I mean? <laughs> you look marvelous. Oh Fernando, and, yes. That's right. And I learned a very valuable lesson when I reached my career goal in Boston as a sportscaster, which was sometimes it especially television, mm-hmm. it's a visual medium. Yeah. And and I got I got picked to be the weekend sports guy of a of a 24 hour regional news channel in 1992 because I looked better than the other guy. Wow! And that really was a lesson learned. Sure is right. You know, because you think when you start in sports or whether you're a doctor or a nurse or whatever, you want to have expertise in your field. Absolutely right. And I always felt I had expertise when it came to sports. I Learned the television industry, but you know. The nuances, why one person gets a job over another in broadcasting is a lesson learned. Yeah. And sometimes you do have to have the look. For, you know why they say you have a face for radio? <laughs> because you don't have it for television. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> the voice might work fine. That's yeah. right. So I started my podcast in uh, 2018 at mm-hmm. the New England Cannabis Convention in Boston, oh. not really knowing what a podcast was. And I ran into a guy named Stu Zakem. Okay. Now, I don't know if you know who Stu Zakam is, but his brother Lenny was a prophet, and he was the Northeast Regional Director for the Anti-Defamation League for 25 years. Oh, wow. Okay? Doing He's the big work. The big work. And unfortunately, Lenny passed away. So when I walked down the aisle of New England Cannabis Convention and I saw MJBA, the voice of cannabis, I said, whoa, I'm going to be the voice of cannabis. And the guy behind the booth said, well, you better go talk to him. And I walked up to Stu Zakem and I said, I'm Jimmy Young. He says, I'm Stu Zakem. I said, are you in relation to Lenny? He goes, he was my older brother. <laughs> and I said, he put us together for a reason. <laughs> and I just saw Stu here at the show. My He's God. with Vlad Batista. Really? Happy Monkey. Wow. You okay, know who okay, they over, are. Yeah, the podcast on the other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you look, I, I have now the claim to fame that I, in, I introduced Vlad Batista to Tommy Chong live on our shows.
0: That is a calling card, Jimmy. It's kind of cool. Right? It is kind of cool. cool. But so it's if you started this out in 2018, you know the way this industry works. If you've been in the game since 2018, cannabis years are kind of like dog years, right? I mean, we're, that's like veteran podcasting in this. Time. Right.
1: And now add in the pandemic because yeah. we really went on hold for almost 18 months as far as face-to-face conventions. And you know, because the marketing restrictions are so tough oh, in the cannabis space, absolutely. Right. They need the industry needed these shows, yeah. right? take those away, and the industry still moved forward. It still was deemed an essential business by yeah. medical uh, marijuana programs all over the country. All that was over. a huge, huge step in the right direction as far as uh, acceptance and, and, be- and beating up that stigma that we deal with on Absolutely. a regular basis. So, you know, I have seen it in from the Massachusetts perspective, and now I'm in New York with you guys, and I'm trying to share with the people of New York in this area that, it's going to take time.
0: Oh, it is. You're looking two be years. You be better be
1: patient because you can't, you can't control City Hall at all. Yeah. And it and it and it's part of the whole dynamic. But you'll make it because yeah. it's now here. It's not going to go away. It's going to get more and more accepted. So it, it, it's been fun to be in New York. I haven't been in the Javits Center since uh, an art expo, and I think in 1999. Wow. <laughs> So couple years fun. back a couple of years back so couple tell me years.
0: about your show will you please so infused it was a kind of a the brainchild of we, we were away at an off-site and I said I'd love to do an industry driven podcast because you can find I don't know you can go look and, and search the podcast of what's your favorite strain or this this is a cool dab and I'm not belittling that by any stretch of the imagination the more we talk the more we do uh, the, the big work of ending the stigma but we wanted to gear one that was towards Industry-related issues that would that would uh, resonate with the people that we work for, whether they be cultivators, processors, uh, retailers, but also give a chance for people to tell stories about how cannabis has changed their life for the better.
1: Right. I can't tell you how many times that I'm guaranteeing that you know the same thing. You've heard cannabis has saved my life. Cannabis has changed my life, and it and mostly comes from some really horrible traumatic stories of oh, people yeah. that have cancer or ptsd and what we've done to our veterans with the opioids Ugh. it's disgusting it is disgusting
0: it is and that's one of the big thing i mean i'm, I'm from a military family i know a number of of, of unbelievable uh, human beings who have uh, answered the call it, gone places where we we wouldn't want to go and done some uh, unbelievable service to their country and they've come back and people have interviewed jimmy that have well, I was on two or three painkillers. Uh, they didn't help, but they made me into a mental monster. I couldn't deal with my kids. I was nasty to my wife. And then I discovered cannabis. Right. And, and the whole world transforms for him. So that, that hearing those stories is is just, it's my favorite part of this.
1: Hey, I got I to gotta wave to somebody. Who
0: are you waving to, bud?
1: To my friend Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Paxton. She's awesome. I'm <laughs> actually being interviewed, but I'm going to come say hello to you soon. All right? Hi. See you. <laughs> <laughs> I, by the way, that's the most fun thing. These are people that I didn't know yeah. except through Zoom calls. Wow. Okay, and now I've seen them at shows. Now it's three D, and it's it's so cool. It's so cool. I was going to ask if you know everyone in this building. (laughs) It seems like everyone knows Jimmy Young. That's different than I know everyone. But (laughs) you know what? I'll take credit for saying I do know a lot of people. And anybody I don't know, I'm going to find a connection to them. And that's kind of. I love that. But that's what I I find good in all people, and I build my relationship around that. And I'm not. A lot of people get uncomfortable with how comfortable I am. Yeah. I don't really care about that because it's like. This is who I am. Yeah. I'm not out to con anybody. I'm not out to take advantage of anybody. If anything, I want to share their stories, our stories, with the world. And that's going to be my job for the next couple of years as we get this thing uh, to take off because it's been very exciting for the last 10 months, 460,000 views of our videos on, our, oh, on YouTube alone. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. And, and you know, we're close to that 8,500 subscribers, so hopefully by the time people listen to this, just go to Pro Cannabis Media on YouTube and subscribe or go to our website, ProCannabisMedia.com or our Twitch channel or our Apple channel or our Roku channel. And this is what i built now over the last 10 months, and I'm pretty damn proud of it. You should be proud of it, and I, and I think you need to be uh, cognizant of one
0: thing. It, it's not like this is by luck. You're just damn good and ah. engaging in what you do. So there was a reason you got to be the guy who got to go on camera and got to... to it takes a certain amount of trust for an audience to build a following and say, we want to tune
1: in and see Jimmy Young. So you've got that thing and I'm, uh, cheers to you. Well, thank you and I can't wait to have you guys join our our programming cuz you're we doing would. exactly the same thing we're doing and we want people that look at it the same way that you do. We don't do stoner content. There's so many issues involved with cannabis that we can talk about. Yeah. So let's do that. Yeah, let's help.
0: Let's let's get that progress. Let's help that come along. And that's the, that's what we think we can do. And kind of look at it as an obligation to do so because we're fortunate enough to work in this space, but we want to educate, we want to keep telling stories and we want to keep meeting interesting people like you. What what uh what do you hope to take out of this this uh, weekend in New York?
1: Well, I, I can't let you know everything, no, but I can tell you this. There were two things I was looking for, okay? Uh-huh. One is I had to hit my deadline for my news that we do every week. We talk news. We put a couple of packages out there. We've done that. Sponsors and investors. This is what I'm looking for right now because we've got an audience that can be monetized. It's a B2B audience, it's 35 to 54 year old males. I'm from media. I know how difficult it is <laughs> to reach males in media. Yeah, You know, if, unless you wanna spend money on the National Football League, which, you know, a lot of people at this show don't have that kind of money, no. let's just say. <laughs> but it is it is still a, uh, a an appointment view. They own a the day of the week and it's mm-hmm. the only male uh, audience that advertisers know exists, they can get it at NFL games. Gotcha. You know, and gotcha. did you know that the top 97 out of 100 TV shows last year were NFL football games?
0: That does not surprise me, Jimmy. It doesn't surprise me. Look at the popularity of the sport and then the popularity of those guys that base their whole weekends on the
1: fantasy teams.
0: I can't even get into that stuff. No, and it, I do not. too much.
1: And I do not do <laughs> fantasy sports. I do not do fantasy sports and I do not bet on sports. Yeah, see. I don't.
0: What With my... Uh, take on that; it would ruin the game for me. Yeah, I don't want to know if my receivers got any points or changed the
1: channel yeah. this season. It takes I, away. I agree. I am a true fan. I support my teams in my home market of Boston. It's been easy the last twenty years. It was not <laughs> before that. Trust you better, me. You better believe. Trust it. me. I had to go into the locker room when the ball went through Buckner's legs in oh, 1986 and did. ask him and ask him how he felt. Now, there's a great answer to that question. Now, you know who Bill Buckner is. I know Bill
0: Buckner. He, he had to redo that on Curb Your Enthusiasm, where Larry David kind of kind of did a
1: brilliant bit on that. But what was the answer, Jimmy? He said, the first thing I thought of was I get to play in the seventh game of the World Series. And that is such what a great a example, right, of coming off the mat. We all know in life, we all get knocked down, right?
0: Yeah, oh, of course. Right,
1: and it's the journey begins when you get up off that mat. Yeah. And that's what that example was. And that was Bill Buckner. And by the way, guy should be in the Hall of Fame.
0: No doubt. Look Unfortunately,
1: he's not around to, to accept it. But yeah. what the Massachusetts sports fans did to him by vilifying him, and it was it was horrible. I was embarrassed by my state for this. And I really hope uh, that the Veterans Committee... Well, Votes him into the Baseball Hall of Fame. It's and just, I, I, by the way, I yeah. do, I do put sports in the middle of. No, tennis. I do too.
0: I do too. We're oh. both, we're both former coaches. We're, bu- we love talking about this stuff. I was just going to say, bu- the, the resilience. Yeah. That, that was the story with Buckner, and when they did that, um, thirty for thirty about him and the poor kid from Chicago, that caught the Bartman. ball. Uh, Bartman, Steve Bartman. I mean, th- it was a brilliant move to put those two together. But I, I uh, Buckner, you
1: walked away from that thinking, oh my God, what a human being. Right. Well I think that's the important thing. It it, it does humanize yeah. this is what sports does, is it, it humanizes the athletic experience, which is great, but it does take losing. You know, this is the thing about the Olympics that I love. Mm-hmm. They they stress the participation, the competition, yeah. not the gold, silver, and bronze. Let the capitalists and the brands take care of that. Yeah. The point is, it is about the the joy of the competition as opposed to the result. Sure. In America, we're about the result. Yeah, yeah, we are. We are.
0: G- <laughs> give me the right answer at any cost. That's ver- right. Versus education. That's right. Um, I I th- think I could talk to you all day. That's the so, point. I'm so I'm so <laughs> uh,
1: grateful to have you. What? How do we get in touch with you? How do people get in touch with the media? Oh my God, it's really easy. Procannabismedia.com, and my email's Jimmy J A M M Y right. at ProCannabisMedia.com, and please like, share, and subscribe, because we are growing a monster for this industry, and it is something I'm extremely proud of, and I really think that the next year is going to be our biggest year date-to-date. It's really kind of fun.
0: I really hope that it is your biggest year to date. You you deserve all good things for the work that you're doing, and um, just, just... Having somebody I look at as a mentor uh, talk to me. I I can't thank you enough for your time. Hey, we're going to
1: do this again.
0: I hope we do. All right. Thank you for having me. Thank you, my friend. Thanks for listening to today's show.